Greetings and salutations and beautiful blessings. I am CJ Cummings and this is the King Dreamy Show. It is October 23rd, Saturday, 2021. Can you all believe that this year is almost up? Wow. I'm so excited to have this conversation, um, which is going to focus on healthy body, healthy mind, healthy life. And I was going to have a special guest, but I decided to use this opportunity um, as transparency to talk about my health issues and what has challenged me to be healthier in my life. But before I get started, I appreciate everyone that has been listening and supporting me and my desire to bring something to the world. So if you want to support or reach out to me um, to donate, um, you can donate to my Cash App, which is Prince Phoenix, capital P, lowercase R-I-N-C-E-P-H-E-O-N-I-X, which it says the God of Dreams. Or you can reach me at the Phoenix Rises, T-H-E-P-H-E-O-N-I-X-R-I-S-E-S. Or Facebook Messenger, which is Phoenix Rises, P-H-E-O-N-I-X-R-I-S-E-S. And I appreciate all your support. You know, this is not easy, but it is a wonderful, incredible journey that I am excited to be on. There are a lot of things that will be coming business-wise and opportunity. But nevertheless, your support is appreciated. Um, Not forced, but if you have it in your heart, I appreciate it. But nevertheless, and also if you would like any spiritual guidance or readings or just want to chat or if you have anything business-wise, also anybody that's listening, if you would like to be on my podcast, you can reach out as well too on that. But we're going to get into that. You know, this is an opportunity for me also to just, you know, have a chat Um, because this week has been a a little bit of a stressful week for me. It's not easy being a leader or healing or focusing on health in any aspect. But I think it's one that's needed. For me, I have lost a lot of people in my family. It's an adjustment, especially with my mom. You know, my mom, back in 2012, passed of terminal bone cancer. And cancer has really been prevalent in my family and stuff as well, too. And even myself, having diabetes since I was 11 years old, the things that I've had to endure... um, I have all, I have been on this journey of challenging myself to just do better each and every day with my health and with the healthy body aspect, of course, just for those that are listening, I have type 1 diabetes, which is insulin dependent. Um, I do not create enough insulin myself um, to survive on, and so I have to administer insulin. And it has been very emotional as we go into the, the mind part of mental, emotional journey. I mean, I have dealt, wow, with a lot, you know. I suffered a car accident in 2018 due to my diabetes. Um, there's a lot that's happened in that 
And so I'm trying, you know, but it's been a very emotional journey. But even when I look at my family, I mean, even spiritually, the connection with these illnesses and diseases, especially for those of us as African-American people, and just why I'm always an advocate of having these conversations, because we don't go to the doctor as much as we should. And that may be for reasons in our society, but I feel like now is the time, you know, I want to live a long life and death has been spoken on my life or the conversation has been around me for a while, you know, especially losing people. So many people I've lost, even thinking about my cousin and even just some of the underlying health issues he suffered or even my other cousin who's alive who's getting himself back to his point of his health or even my uncle these things all resonate with me on why it's important for us to sooner than later focus on our state of health you know from diabetes to cancer or even just obesity or even just our minor health issues making sure our heart is um, taken care of or just making sure that we're all right. And healthy body is really, I walk a lot. I walk, I love walking. And it's the first steps of just making sure that you are physically active. It's not saying that you have to get out here and be completely fit like these models and these athletes and stuff. Now that would be good, but for a lot of us, it's not the real picture, you know, people, you have kids, you have a job, you have this, you have that. And it's an adjustment and balance. But what I do want to say is when you have the time, research and find, you know, some, there are some wonderful personal trainers, especially in these times of COVID that are willing to work with people and work from home now, especially with technology. We have people doing online stuff. But I think a lot of times, even in general, it's, it's getting the mind even to that point of being ready. It's a physical and emotional adjustment to prepare yourself for that healthy state of mind. It's not something you do in an instant. It's an adjustment. I know you see all these shows and these conversations of it's time to get your body right. Why are you wasting time or if you care? But we have been functioning in a way for so long and I'm not making excuses, but when your mind and your life has revolved in a certain way for so long, sitting down and really thinking about the way that you're living your life and how unhealthy it is can not only be a challenging adjustment, but the truth hurts. You know, sometimes food is a comfort, you know, getting off of work after you've had a long, stressful day, sitting at home, resting is a need, but how do you balance all of that out? And so just my purpose of having these conversations is to me to lead by example but just talk about some of the things that I've been through oh my god this salad is so good I'm dying on a southwest salad I got from Aldi shout out to Aldi's 
if they're listening or somebody, I love Aldi's. Um, I have an Aldi's right out where I live, and it's convenient. Um, I don't have my own car. I'm working towards that, but, you know, I just wish that we lived in a society where eating healthy was not as expensive because that's the other part about it is resources and for those who are listening that aren't financially stable or um just bills and stuff and you're just trying to get something to eat it's hard sometimes i get it i understand you know trying to manage bills and still eat healthy and stuff like that when fast food all of the food that we know it's cheaper to eat junk food but nevertheless i love all these is right out where i'm at and so i try to incorporate as many greens and vitamins and that's kind of the start like for me i always tell people when i'm having these conversations especially going back to diabetes the diabetic diet is actually a diet that i feel like should it really is a, a diet that the whole world well let me just speak of american society should be um, following uh, but it's not easy, but it should. I mean, three meals a day and three snacks, you know, making sure you're getting your nutrients and vegetables. But everything that's quick and easy, you know, especially for people who don't know how to fix a meal, which they have YouTube now for that. But everything quick and easy isn't healthy. And so I love the option of getting a quick salad bag and mixing it together. Not that I don't know how to cook. Sidebar, I can cook very well. Those that are listening that have tasted my meals, they're quite divine. But when you're working or when you're trying to go to school and you're doing all that, you're tired. You're tired and you just want something quick to eat. So you don't be sitting up here starving to death. Or, disclaimer, yesterday, um... I was doing good, and then I was sad. I was tired. I'm still dealing with my apartment issues. And I had four donuts, okay? <laughs> Don't judge me because I would not judge you, and them donuts were so good. But, of course, I immediately that night have my salad and stuff and i'm not actually doing anything physical exercise besides walking and stuff which i need to incorporate that but food is our comfort you know but the question is why is that how do we and i'm not saying stop eating donuts you should be able to treat yourself dessert is divine there are some i'm more of a food person anyway but you should be able to treat yourself, but how do we balance that out and make sure that we're not overindulging? And so I'm not a licensed doctor or anything like that, but for me, moderation is key, even though I had four donuts. But, you know, just making sure that this is not an everyday thing, trying one day at a time, because your life is important. And it should be important to yourself, you know. I am so grateful that in all the years that I've had diabetes, and my goddess, I have been through so much. I feel it felt so limited, and I still struggle with that. And this is just my transparency. Like, I don't like being a diabetic, you know. It's been one of the most challenging things for me. But I refuse to let this situation, I'm not even going to call it an illness or a disease, you know whatever but 
I refuse to let those things hold me back from living a, a, a life. And I have. Just being transparent, even as a young person, you know, I partied, I did things that typically affected my health, but I just wanted to have a normal life. I think the things that people really don't understand or can't relate to unless you're in that situation is growing up as a child with a health issue, not being able to, or always being told you can't do this or you can't do that because you have this, or just feeling like your life is just so separate from everybody else. You just want to be normal, even in regards to the unhealthy stuff. Hallow's Eve is coming up. And I actually remember having so much candy and not being able to eat as much because it would make my blood sugar high. I didn't get to overeat that or people would go to the extreme and say I couldn't eat anything. And with adult diabetes, that a lot of times is attributed to... um, obesity or even just other health issues but for me I was a child and I was growing I wasn't an overweight child I inherited this from my father's mother and I wasn't limited in what I could eat actually just to be transparent again because of diabetes and the emotional aspect of it I was slightly bulimic like having people you know always decide what I can eat or limits me or take stuff away from me food-wise made me not even want to eat anything. I always felt like I wasn't supposed to eat this or I can't have this or I can't have that. And I was always, you know, hiding food or trying to keep food. I mean, even though I was diabetic, I still went through the same things as other people. People taking things away from me as a kid or not having this or not having enough food. So it's like, You know, and I left home when I was 16 with diabetes. And so for me, even then, it was that much important for me to try in those circumstances and those situations to try to make the best. You know, could you imagine just even thinking back on that, like living a life struggling with a health issue that required you to eat? To you to maintain your blood sugar like diabetes is no joke like let's be honest taking care of your health is important because when you don't you can lose your sight you can lose bodily functions that you need to survive and of course we have many many stories of people who are disabled accomplishing great things but if you have a choice to prevent that then why not and so um nevertheless like I'm so grateful because I have been through a lot. You know, I remember times where my blood sugars dropped so low from me not eating enough and me doing too much that I didn't have control over my body functions. I couldn't walk, anything. You know, how much we don't understand how the body functions in regards to our health issues. But I was always trying to take care of people. I was always trying to do things outside of myself. And I'm still dealing with that. This in no way is no judgment of anyone's life or eating habits. This conversation really is surrounding around the importance of focusing on your health and body so that you can have a live a long and healthy life. I am 21 years. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I am 35 years young and I never thought I was going to live this long. 
you know, through the emotional and mental abuse and just things that I had to heal from, all on top of having a life-threatening illness, like diabetes is one of the most um, fatal and most challenging health issues to live with outside of cancer and other things. And I've managed to live with this health issue for about 20 something years. And now it's at the point where I'm reflecting on getting this insulin pump and having something attached to me. And it's, 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 it's interesting. It's really interesting. But I want to live a long and healthy life. So I chose, you know, I'm doing a fast right now. And this wasn't even intentional. I did my fast to focus my energy on classes and on other things that I'm working on. But initially that fast really opened my mind up to how much I wanted to focus on my eating. And now I haven't necessarily got into working out. But to realize I'm still alive and fully functioning after in 2016, I had a car accident and I lost a finger. And for those that are listening that know me in person, you may you wouldn't even really notice it. The surgeon did a wonderful job. But that was one of the most frightening times for me in regards to my health and the importance of me taking the time and sitting my ass down and and doing what I need to do as best as I can, but even trying more because I was on a health thing. I think at that time I was really working out. I was doing so much, but I wasn't eating and sustaining the way that I needed to. I was exhausted. And this is the point of mental and emotional, like dealing with the other aspect of your health, because you can't have a strong body without a strong mind and, and just dealing with your emotions. And so for me, you know, I had a car accident. I was taking somebody to the university I was going to, you know, my grandma had given me this car and everything and I was just moving and everything. And I, matter of fact, it was the year that uh, President Obama, I would have had an opportunity to meet President Obama and I don't regret it, you know. I'm sure I will have other opportunities to meet great people, but I had got tickets to go visit President Obama and I got sick. I don't know if I, it was what I drank or if I would have ate or what I ate, but I was I woke up throwing up so horribly, not knowing what was going on. And instead of me listening to my mind and my body and sitting my butt down and resting, because typically with diabetes, it takes about on an average three to five days of rest when you suffer a catastrophic or, or a serious blood sugar issue diabetes can sit you down sometimes <clears throat> excuse me when you're not taking care of it correctly or you're putting too much on your body and I was like throwing up I couldn't hold anything down for three days and the second day I was like oh okay and then the fifth day and I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to work. Feeling like people could not live without me. Let me tell y'all one thing. And this is no offense. 
I don't like to use the word that a job, you're replaceable. What I will say is a business has to function with you being there or not. We would love to be a part of places that value and appreciate us, but they still have a business to run. And so I'm thinking, oh, I need to be there, you know, because people need to, or whatever. So I get there and my, I love the place that I've been at as a student and even involved in Metropolitan Community College. A lot of the relationships I built there, they have been extremely supportive. A lot of these people have been mentors, peers, friends. But instead of me sitting my butt at home, I decided to go and it was something about that day where people kept asking me, are you okay? You like, and mind you, a diabetic and a, I can't think of a medical term, but in a state of dealing with a low blood sugar, you can have one of those, like while you're waking and it's as if you're drunk, extremely intoxicated, losing function of how you are and things like that. And I thought it was okay. I ate something like I normally would. But what was interesting and frightening about that day is I was moving. Knowing I wasn't feeling good. Took I got all the way to taking this guy to school. And he asked me the same thing, like, are you okay? You like don't seem like yourself. And I remember I was like, no, I'm fine. I just need to eat a, you know, a little bit, get a candy. I carry candy, which it's by law, every diabetic has to make sure if they're driving to carry, especially, I mean, in the state of Missouri, um, something to raise their blood sugar. And I did that, but it would not stay level. It would not, it kept dropping low. And so I ended up dropping him off. And he was like, get somewhere. And I was like, okay. And I was like, digging in my bag to get something after dropping them off. Not too far. All I know is I was digging, I was looking and everything. There was just this crash. And all I know is I woke up. People were asking me, was I okay? And I looked like everything was okay. He asked me, and it was an ambulance person, asked me what day it was, all of that. And this just showed spiritually how I was protected because I totaled that car and he was talking to me and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Why do you say that? Look to my left, my whole hand was busted open. Because I was diabetic, until you meet with a doctor, endocrinologist, you can't get any pain medicine. So once I made it out the car to that ambulance, from that ambulance to hours later, I had to sit in immense pain with an open flesh wound. They wrapped it, it was excruciating. Diabetic pain is a very, very painful experience when you're in that state. But the reason why I'm saying this is because for me, that was the last straw for me. Um, or that was the beginning to the last because I went there hours later 
Oh, and even just thinking about this, hours later, hours later, I finally got to get some medicine. I was in pain, crying out for my mommy, all of that. I had to endure all of that. So when you, when, when people, if you know me, if you want to know why I'm so strong as I am, is because of the shit that I had to deal with and being diabetic. There were times that I can't, couldn't get pain medicine. There were times that I had to sit. I remember even living with my dad in Columbia when I got sick and I didn't even have medicine to get. Like diabetic insulin is expensive, even more now. But in this specific situation, in 2016, man, like, my life just flashed before my eyes, you know. I had, my mom had been passed away since 2012. And I was just, I was doing good. Things were going better, but I was like, God, I'm just, I don't know if I can still deal with this, but I was so thankful for the people at my job and the support I had. It really let me know how much support I had, but how much support was I giving to myself? What was I really sitting down? And people were like, you know, we're glad that you're alive. I ended up having another seizure after that. I had pins in my hand. I had to walk around with that. I didn't even realize how much um, it affects you when you lose just one part of your body. I couldn't walk. I had to have my sister bathe me. It was really embarrassing because I'm very much an independent person. But it was a learning lesson. And what I would say is I made it back home but I end up having another low blood sugar. This is like the second to the third time I had a real close face with death, which has been more, but I was here and I think by this time I had been healed a little bit. You know, this was like the next year. <sighs> But what was interesting was um, I woke up with this real bad low blood sugar, lost control. I couldn't walk or anything. I had to crawl to find something to raise my blood sugar. I was off all this healthy, I mean, this unhealthy stuff. I had one bottle of soda in there just because somebody had given it to me after we were drinking. That was the only thing. And I thank the person that lived next to me. If he ever hears this video, um, you know who you are. He used to live next to me. This man had to know all my medical stuff, but I couldn't even dial the phone because I had no control over my hand movements. And I had to drink soda out of the carpet just to get some energy. And when I got enough energy, like I lay there and I was just like, goddess, this is the end. It's the end, but if I have an opportunity, I will try each day to get better and better. Those are my exact words. I will, because I don't like to promise things in a, that I can't com completely uphold to, but I do like to say intentional um, things that I feel like I am able to do, but I just say, God is, if I am able to live, my focus will be each and every day to be better, to be a better man and, and appreciate the life and show enough, not I said show enough, sure enough, um, I was able to call my neighbor and they came over, but that was like, for me, I was like, you know what? I can't keep doing this. I'm a single male by myself. And this was before I even had my kitties. Like 
I was by myself, you know, and so I didn't want to experience that again. Mind you, the neighbor I had doesn't live over here anymore. So I had to make sure that I took care of my health enough to where I could function on my own. But after that, things just started changing for me. You know, I still dealt with some things emotionally, like I dealt with some emotional imbalances. Depression may be, I don't like to use that term because a lot of times depression is used in situations that may not necessarily be that, but we're being honest and transparent here. Like I really started engaging and involving myself with people in situations were just to fill the void of being alone. Um, but let me fast forward to here and now. And in this last year, enough was enough. It took me that while, you know, even though I pretty much have always eaten 80% of the 75 or 80% healthy. I, I used to work out and stuff, but it was the emotional aspect. So the body part of making sure I exercise and stuff and all of that wasn't enough. The emotional aspect of it was dealing with why did I feel like diabetes was such a weight? What was the barrier for me emotionally? Like dealing with this as a kid, you know, taking on this load. Like when I first got diabetes at 11, I took my own insulin. The doctor asked me, did I want my grandmother and myself? And I said, as a kid, I said this. I said, she may not always be around. Thank God, thank the God is that my grandmother is still here. I need to call her, I love her to death. But I have been taking my insulin myself on my blood sugar since I was a kid, 11 years old. And so for me, I've always taken things into my own hand. But emotionally, I think for me, it was time for me to start letting people in to support me in that so I could have it and I do. I started being more vocal about my health and being even more transparent because for me I didn't have to walk this by myself and it's good especially with people dealing with health or even in general for having somebody be your check-in person or let I mean letting somebody help you because you know it gets frustrating sometimes walking on this health journey that's why even working out for me, um, I think it's good for anybody to have, you know, a challenge partner, somebody to work out with you, because it's a big challenge to walk on your own. And of course, it's your journey, but the importance of healthy body, healthy mind is to have that healthy life. And I feel like even for me at this point, um, I have an incredible life and I haven't been in the hospital for years now. It's been about three years, I would say, or going on three years um, of just not really having to be. But that comes with fi understanding the financial literacy of really focusing on what do you need to have a healthy life. It may be getting yourself out of a financial situation, tapping into resources. It may be getting that job that you need to take the stress off of it. Um, it may be finding, like me, I love my mentors. I love the support that I have because emotionally I needed that. I needed the load off so I could start focusing on things. I needed the support so I didn't have to carry the weight of everything. But we deal with a lot health-wise that a lot of us, especially men, 
that we need to focus on. We work so hard to try to strive for money when a lot of times what will actually remove that barrier of us advancing financially is dealing with that mental and emotional. You know, sometimes you get so frustrated with yourself and irrational that you don't get to logically or even open your mind to different perspectives of finding resources. Stress is one of the number one killers, um, health-wise, as they say. So it's like, you know, in a healthy body, you want to make sure that you're healing, that you're going to counseling. Because we all know that when you um, repress things, they show up in other aspects. You may be not addressing abuse issues or even just not addressing how things are at work or things that anger you and you end up exploding which would cause you to lose a job or, or end a relationship that now you're in a situation where now you're stressed you're not eating you're not taking care of your body and so the salad is really good yeah i'm still eating my salad but and so for me i'm so glad to have this conversation today because in my healing in my healthy mind this is a constant journey for me. Diabetes type one is for the rest of my life until they make a cure, which I still wish they do, or until I find a way to cure my own body because I am stepping into holistic health and stuff like that. Anybody that's listening, if you have any information on that, I'm always looking for that open-minded, but Diabetes has been a part of my life since I was a child. So I have experienced a lot of things. I have gone through a lot of things while functioning, living, and pushing through this health issue. But I want to live, damn it. And I am going to live. Nothing and no one is going to hold me back. So if I have to eat better, if I have to take a break from things, if I have to, you know, address emotional things for me to have health, honestly, to tell the truth, and my healing journey, it really honestly has, I feel a lot better. I feel a lot better in this and being able to talk about things, being able to cry and release all those things, I feel a lot better. You know, diabetes and, and my perspective, someone having it so long, your emotions are attached to it. You know, when you're sad, your blood sugars can raise. When you're too angry or too out of it, you can get low blood sugars, all of that. And so I had to really work on you know, balancing things out and separating my thing myself from environments that really cause a lot of chaos and instability in my life that affected my health. And I feel a lot better. I love people, but I love people enough to let them go because my peace of mind, as I tell people who know me, my peace of mind is the most important thing. So you can be a part of this beautiful experience of me holistically loving my health and body as you should yourself, or you can be separate from that. Because I want to live, I, 100 is my goal, but I want to be able to overcome the mindset that diabetes can have a, live, a long life or you can't outlive your health issues or things like that because there are many people that are doing it. And so I just want to end this insane for those that are listening to me and my transparency. Just pray for me, keep me in your prayers, but also take the time even within yourself to go to the doctor. If you're uncomfortable with the doctor, you know, find someone, a healer, or just an advocate that can connect you with resources. Especially in COVID, people are so afraid of this vaccination. And my response is, well, what are you doing to take care of your own health outside of that? 
vaccines aren't a cure, uh, but we I do understand that there are things in the society that hasn't been in our best favor as human beings. But to what vitamins are you taking? What healthy things are you incorporating in your life? Are you eating more vegetables and stuff like that? If you don't like what things are going on, then what are you doing about it? Because at the end of the day, it's your life. At the end of the day, this is my life. And I have to live with this health issue. And I'm not looking for anyone to take care of me. I'm. It would be nice to have somebody to stand by me through this, but I still have myself. And I'm gonna fight for myself each and every day. I'm gonna get up every day with a sound mind and sound body. And I just went to the doctor the other day. I almost forgot about my appointment. But my goal is every year to start being consistent with taking care of my body because I've lost so many people in my family and friends and for many reasons. But I don't want to end this earth with it with me not leaving it outside of anything but natural death. And so I'm going to end this just saying to you all, I love you. Love yourself. And just take some time to just think about those things in your family and your health that you didn't really talk about. Try to look up your family history. Talk to your grandparents or your parents if they're still alive. And sit down and write down some family traits and stuff because even though it may not affect you, it may affect your children. And start incorporating things, understanding your health um, better so that you can advocate for yourself. And if it's not easy, if you don't want to do it by yourself, find someone. You can reach out to me. You know, I love that I have this testimony of being able to walk through this and say what I've overcome. But at the end of the day, your life is important. You are important. You were created for a reason. So I'm going to end this and let you all enjoy the rest of your Saturday or whatever day that you're listening to this. And as I said before, if you would like to be on my podcast, I have a lot of other conversations in store. But if you want to be on my podcast, please reach out to me. Facebook. I'm taking a social media break, but you can still message me. I'm off um, Instagram for right now, but you can reach me through my email, The Phoenix Rises. You can donate to me if you would like at Prince Phoenix on my Cash App. Um, and let's just take care of ourselves. Healthy mind, healthy body, healthy life. Peace and abundant blessings to each and every one of you listening to this. Au revoir, ciao bella, adios. Assalamu alaikum and have a wonderful and extraordinary day. Later dreamers.